This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. What is God teaching us when He proclaims in the book of Isaiah, those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength? As Pastor Ray explains in today's message entitled, Mastering the Art of Waiting, God is referring to patience and the spiritual truth that it is always a wise thing to wait to hear from God before making any important life-changing decisions. He reminds us that every decision we make in life is either bringing us closer to our ultimate destiny or taking us further away from it. And at times when it seems there is only silence, recognize that like an aircraft above a storm, God may have us in a holding pattern, protecting us from the disaster of a crash landing. We're reminded that God does not operate on our timetable, nor is every idea a God idea. But if it doesn't include God, it is absolutely the wrong idea. It's not a bad thing to wait on the Lord, amen? It's a good thing. We saw a verse in the book of Isaiah last week that said, uh, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So, you know, sometimes waiting on God is a good thing, even though for some of us it can be uh, a torture or torturous. Um, it is a good thing because it ought to be a time of restrengthening and getting our strength back and sort of getting our focus back and our vision back sometimes. And uh, if you're in pursuit of something, if you're in pursuit of a dream, how many in this room are in pursuit of a dream or in pursuit of something? L- let me put it this way. How many of you see a better life up ahead than the life you have right now? You may have a great life now, but how many of you see even a better one? Don't you know God wants want you to have the very best. And uh, that's the God we serve. Well, in pursuit of our dreams and our vision and that better life, there are going to be times, um, and I found this in my life, and you tell me if, if, if this makes sense, but there have been times of silence where I just could not hear God for anything. And I, I often thought there was something wrong with me. Like, you know, God, how come I can't hear you? I mean, I know you just have something to say to me today. I know you have some supernatural direction you have something to impart to me today. And I would spend sometimes, you know, you know, not hours, but, but great amounts of time trying to hear the voice of God. And I come to find out that often and in our walk as Christians or as a believer, uh, there are those silent times where you don't hear anything. And you know what I found out? It's okay if you're not hearing anything. Give me a better amen than that. Uh, there are often times when God just wants you to be in sort of the wait mode or the wait pattern. Uh, you know, planes, when, when there's bad weather, uh, they put them in a holding pattern up above the storm and they hold them in that pattern until it becomes safe for that plane to land or they redirect them to a place where it can be safe for that plane to land. Sometimes we are in a holding pattern. And I felt like that many times in my life where I, was, I felt like I was stuck. Let me tell you what. If you're, if you're doing everything that you know to do 
if you are believing, you know, continuing your walk of faith and believing the Lord for all of your needs and wants and desires, and you're living a good and a clean and a holy life, and you're doing everything that you know to do, and you feel like you are stuck, uh, you probably are in God's holding pattern in your life. Because it is not safe yet for you to reach your destination or to land where God wants you to land. Uh, Maybe it's just not time yet. There are things that God needs to do in our lives. There are adjustments that God has to make. There are things sometimes that God doesn't necessarily have to do in your life, but he has to prepare somebody else to receive you. Oftentimes, you know, God has something that he, uh, you know, a particular person or a particular place that he wants to use in your life, but that person or that place is not ready yet to receive you. Sort of like Abraham or Abram before he became Abraham. He was another man that we could use. God said he was going to bear, you know, bring forth a child and he was going to, you know, all generations were going to be blessed. And he, you know, listen, he, he just didn't want to wait. So, so, you know, you know, the mess he made, he goes and it wasn't happening with Sarah. So he went and he slept with his, one of his, uh, maids. Yeah. And, and he brought forth an Ishmael. And a lot of the problems that we don't have time to go through a history lesson right now, but a lot of the problems that we are having today in the earth is all because of Ishmael. So you see, when we get out of the timing of God, when we're not willing to just wait on God for his direction and guidance, we can make sometimes a mess that will bite us or kick us in the behind for months and even years down the road. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I've had some Ishmaels in my life. How about you? So Moses, Moses now, 40 years later, gets called by God, and now he's given the divine orders to go. And we know this, you know the rest of the story. It happened just the way God, but you see, when, when God called him this time, he wasn't going to kill one Egyptian at a time. God had a plan to put the whole Egypt, Egyptian army into the Red Sea and bury them with all the water. Here, when he was doing it in his own strength, he could only kill one Egyptian at a time. When he did it in God's timing, in God's plan, and in God's strength, he could wipe out by the power of God the entire Egyptian army with one swoop. This teaches me something. It pays to wait on the Lord. It pays to get supernatural direction from God before we act. It pays to press in and take time to listen to to God and to pray and to ask God for direction before making any decisions in life. Right now, I'm just going to say something. I'm just going to speak prophetically. There are decisions that some of you are about to make, and you are making them purely on common sense, and God is not involved in it. I'm going to tell you, if you're going to do supernatural things in your life, you're going to have to override common sense and start to do things by the direction and the voice and the anointing of God. Most people never, ever really rise to a new level or to a higher level in, in the different arenas of life is because they're still trying to work it out themselves and they're not waiting for God and his direction. Uh, I was I was talking, I had a couple conversations this week, and this is not to embarrass anybody because I think the person is here tonight, but, but you don't know who it is and it doesn't matter. But I was having this conversation with a couple of people about, this a couple of different people actually in the last couple of weeks about uh, buying a new house or buying a condominium. And they looked at me and said, well, Pastor, you know, we're going we're gonna to go up to Peekskill or further, you know, Dutchess County because the houses are cheaper and the taxes are lower. And I said, well, wait a minute, you work down here? 
Your family's down here. Your friends are down here. Your whole social life is down here. Your church is down here. I said, how are you going to live 45 to 50 to an hour away, 50 minutes to an hour away, and still be able to keep all those connections intact? They said, well, but it's too expensive to live in Westchester. I said, you see right there, you're not using your faith. You're thinking purely by common sense and you're not using your faith to believe and trust God that he can do something supernaturally. You're going to make an impetuous move right now and you're going to regret it in about six months. First snowstorm and you got to be to work and you're an hour away in Dutchess County. Let me tell you something, my friend. You're going to say, what did I do? Come on. Yeah, but right now, you know, interest rates are great and the market is low. The, the real estate market is bottoming out. Isn't this the great time to buy? Let me tell you, it's a great time to buy if God is or ordering those steps. If God is not ordering those steps, this is absolutely the worst time. I'm going to tell you what, God does not go by the market trends. God doesn't work by what the Dow Jones Industrial is, is doing. God doesn't work by the, you know, prevailing interest rates. God does not work that way, folks. God works in supernatural ways because his economy is high above the economy of this. All the silver and gold is the Lord's. You have no idea how God can move for you. You have no idea what God will do. You have no idea who God will move on. You don't, you, you see, you might be out up in, up in the North country looking for a house to buy and God may be preparing one to give you. Come on. come on, come on. If there was one thing that I believe that the body of Christ can be faulted for is that we just think too small and we think in this little finite box. Do you realize that we serve the, the infinite God with infinite resources and infinite wisdom? Come on. But you see, really what it is is that we're not willing to wait on the Lord for direction. We want to steer the ship, and we don't want God to steer it for us. We think it's a good idea. We think now's the time. Let's jump in. Let's do it. Let me tell you what. If God isn't directing it, it is absolutely the wrong time. If you're in the world, listen, you could be in a time in a market when the interest rates are way up here and houses are really, really expensive. Let me tell you what. That is nothing for God to get you into a house or get you into your apartment or get you into whatever it is that you need or want. Timing and seasons are so important in the progress of a believer. And if we're not in the right season and it is not the right timing, then all that common sense that we're going to use is going to do nothing but blow up in our face and make a mess. But when we are listening and pressing into the Lord and moving, and I'm going to tell you sometimes when you're moving with God, and, and I'm going to say often, when you're moving with God, it's going, to be a, it's going to be moving against the direction of everybody else. When you're going this way, the, the general, because most people, unless you are fortunate enough to have some really Holy Ghost, real Holy Ghost uh, people around you that are listening and pressing in and truly, truly, truly believe on waiting on the Lord and getting wisdom from God and direction from God. Uh, unless you have that kind of group of people around you, most of the time you're going to be going opposite, the opposite direction. I'm telling you, there have been times people try to push me in there. Now's the time. Now's the time. Do it right now. You should do this. You're going to miss the wave. Listen, let me tell you what. If I miss the wave, I found out something. God will make some new waves for me. 
God will make a whole new batch of waves just for me. So Moses, you know, could have messed things up here because he acted prematurely and he acted in his own strength. He thought, you know, he could do something about it. Uh, You know, this teaches me something else, this verse right here. Just because we see something that needs attention doesn't mean that we always have to do something about it. We may feel the leading, but it may not be the time and the season for us to get involved in it. Not everything that's good that we get involved in is God. And not every good idea is necessarily God's idea. And I don't want good ideas. I want God's ideas. I mean, you know, over the course of time, I've had people come to, Pastor, how come we don't have this kind of ministry? We need, we need a singles ministry. We need a, no, you don't need a singles ministry. Oh, you don't know, you know, you don't know the unmarried people that left the church because we didn't have a singles ministry. You need a singles ministry. How are we going to meet anybody? Well, that's the, see, that's the problem right there. You want a singles ministry because you, 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 listen, you're looking for somebody, which tells me you're not looking for God. Come hunting for God and, and Mr. or Mrs. Wright will show up. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things. She's in the things. He's in the things. Pastor, you got to have, well, I'm not coming to this church anymore because you don't have a singles ministry. If you don't get a singles ministry, Pastor, I can't go to church here anymore. Bye. (laughs) See you later. Pastor, I got this great idea. I I found this, you know, this book and it's awesome. And I think everybody in the church should have it. Uh Uh-uh. Why not, Pastor? It's, It's awesome. It's good. Nope. Why not? Because first of all, God didn't tell me to do that. It may be good for you, but it may not be good for everybody else. If we don't learn to just wait on the Lord, we're going to push or try to push ourselves or push our way into a season or to a place that's not ready yet. It's not ripe for harvest yet. Oh, man, I've got a, I've got a bucket full of stories that I could give you about, you know, people wanting to do things and getting mad at me because, you know, well, it just goes to show you that they're not willing to wait on the Lord. See, what I appreciate from somebody is when someone comes to me and says, Pastor, I've got this good idea, and, Lord, and, and Pastor, I'm just going to submit it to you. You're the pastor. Thank you. Praise God. I'm glad you recognize that because <laughs> a lot of people don't recognize that. But thank you. I, I appreciate the fact that you recognize that I'm the pastor. And Pastor, you know, I've just submitted you. If you want to look at it, that's fine. If you think it's something that might work, praise God. If not, don't worry about it. I'm not going to get frustrated. See, that's a person. That's a person who truly wants the will of God. That's a person that wants, is willing to wait in the presence of God for the right timing and the right season and to discern and to understand the right purpose of God. Now, I'm not fixing anything here because we don't have any problems. I'm just, I I don't know, I'm just speaking out of the depths of my heart right now, okay? We don't have this problem because usually, you know, most of you are mature and you don't do that kind of stuff. We, we have a pretty mature church going here, so, so that doesn't happen. But just to help you to see, even in your own personal life, that sometimes, you know, you may get pressure this way or pressure that way. Don't respond to pressure. Don't ever respond to pressure. As a matter of fact, when I feel pressure from, from a person, I shut down totally. If you really want to turn me off, pressure me. Put pressure on me, and you'll see how fast I will turn you off. I will shut you down. I will, because, you see, we're not, we're, not, we're not flowing together in the Spirit. We want the will of God. We want the mind of God. So, so as we look at our own personal lives, we have to see that, that we have to really take responsibility for our lives and be mindful that, you know, you know let, let, me, let me say this. 
every decision that you make is either taking you closer to God's will for your life or taking you further away. Every decision you make in life, listen to me, every decision you make in life is determining your destiny. And so that's why in every decision, it's better. And I love what Brother, what Brother, Brother Hagen said. Excuse me, I'm getting a little tongue-tied. I've got so much to say and I can't get it all out. And I, but, but I like what Brother Hagen said. I'd rather be too slow than too fast because it's easier to catch up than it is to clean up. And that is the truth. So every decision that you make in your life is either taking you closer to your ultimate destiny or taking you further away. When you look at your life that way, you begin to take a different approach to, the, to decision making. You begin to become a little bit more careful about what you say yes to. And one of the big mistakes that I've seen so many Christians is that you have such a great big heart and you want to help everybody and do all kinds of things for everybody. But again, just like in this case with Moses, he saw an injustice, but it really wasn't God's timing for him to do anything or wasn't God's purpose or will for him to do anything about it. Yeah, it was terrible that these Egyptians, uh, you know, were beaten up on this Hebrew, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't his place because God had not yet called him, anointed him for this purpose in his life. So, so we have to see that every decision that we make is either going to bring us closer or going to bring us further away. So it's okay to be in the wait mode sometimes as we are figuring it out, as we are getting wisdom from people who we trust. In the multitude of counselors, there is safety. You know, it's, if you're making big decisions in your life, you shouldn't make them alone. You should seek counsel. You should seek those who, who you trust. And don't just go to people who are going to tell you what you want to hear. You know, how many, you know how many people have come to me or refused to come to me but got pushed by a friend? A friend will say, you, you got to go see Pastor Ray about some issue or something. you got to go see Pastor Ray. Say, no, I don't want to go see Pastor Ray. They finally dragged him into my office. This, happens, this has happened to me many, many times. Come to my office and says, well, I really didn't want to come here. My friend dragged me, told me to come. They sit there all puffed up like an old toad. <laughs> Well, well, why are you here? Why didn't you want to come? I didn't want to come because I know what you're going to tell me. So I didn't want to come. Well, that means that if you know I was going to tell you, you know that that's the right thing to do because God has already told you. God has already spoken to your heart. That's why you fought so much when your friend said, go see the man of God. Before we make decisions in our life, so I'm not talking about, listen, I'm not talking about, now please, I don't, I don't need more counseling sessions. I'm not talking about, listen, you're going to go buy a car. Pastor, should I buy a car? Listen, God can help you through that. I promise you. You can pray and really get direction from the Lord on that one. And, and it's very simple. If you can make the payments, you buy it. If you can make the payments and not cheat on your tithing, still have money to pay your bills and eat, have food for your, on your table, and still have some money left over that you can save, then you can afford it. I'm going to do one of Susie Orman's things. You can afford it. <laughs> can I afford it? So, so you don't need, but I'm talking about big decisions. How many times I've had young, young people run to my door, pastor, we want to get married. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> dear God. I like the method that uh, this one ministry friend of mine told me in his church. He said, what we do is the premarital counseling. You know what we do? He said, Ray, he said, we bring them in for six weeks or eight weeks, and all we do is try to discourage them from getting married. 
We tell them horror stories. We tell them how awful it is. He said, we do all kinds of things. You know, I mean, you know, just tell them, you know, all the possibilities. You know, she may be fat one day. You're going to love her fat? I mean, she may, you know, after they give birth, uh, you know, after some women give birth, they put on weight they can't get rid of, you know? I'm telling you, they, this is what they did. And I said, that is crazy. Why would you do such a thing? He said, I'm going to tell you why we do it. He said, because the minute they get married, the devil does everything he can to discourage them. If we can't discourage them, then we help them set up a hedge of protection against the enemy from, a la- from, from him discouraging them. I thought, whoa, that is, that is something. That's not what we do. <laughs> I didn't say that I agree with that totally. I think it's interesting. And I think we need to be honest and we need to, you know, you know, we got to get some of these other married couples to be honest and say, you know, it's the almost awesome thing in your life, but it also can be the most challenging thing in your life. Are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready for the challenge? If so, let's go. We'll find out. We'll find out after the honeymoon. (laughs) Unfortunately, most, most couples don't find out if they're ready for the challenge until the first challenge (laughs) after marriage. (laughs) But, but making decisions in your life like that, you, you need to get the mind and the will of God. Sometimes we need counsel. We need direction. We need help to do that. And, uh, you know, it's just an aside, but that's what the church is here for. That's what we're here to help you make some of those life-altering decisions. Buying a car is not going to be a life-altering decision. You know, changing your job is not necessarily going to be a life-altering uh, situation. But, uh, but. Waiting is a good thing. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Of course, I didn't get to any of my verses. I had all these wonderful verses, but I want to give you this one. I'll give you this one, and we're going to quit. Psalm 46.10, and I love this. Let me read it to you in the New King James, and I'll read it out of the Amplified. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Let me just put something there. He will be exalted in and through your life. Now, listen to it in the Amplified. Let be and be still. I love that. Let be. In other words, let it be. Just leave it alone. Let it be and be still and know, recognize and understand that I am God. So let be and be still. And don't think that you have to do anything until you absolutely know for sure that you have direction and peace in your heart to move in the direction that God is leading you. So that is it. Let me give you one more. <laughs> Isaiah 30, write these down. Isaiah 30, 18. Therefore, the Lord will wait. He may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted. And he may have mercy on you, for God is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. Now listen to it in the Amplified. And therefore the Lord earnestly waits, expecting, looking, and longing to be gracious to you. And therefore he lifts himself up that he may have mercy on you and show loving kindness to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied are all those who earnestly wait for him, who expect and look and long for him. His victory, his favor, his love, his peace, his joy, and his matchless, unbroken companionship. Glory to God. Put your hands together and give God the praise and the glory. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com ny.com or wmca.com thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of god-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the word of god and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come god's word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors